Okay, so in the last episode, we shared that this entire month, we are giving liquid gold in the area of building your team as far as hiring is concerned. And last episode, we shared on the hiring mindset. And we're building on that today. So in this episode, we're going to be sharing not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but 15, touch your neighbor and say 15. 15, 15. <laughs> 15 best practices in hiring your first or your next amazing team member. Now, you're also going to learn about setting your clear boundaries when it comes to hiring. Also, clarifying your expectation as it pertains to you hiring your amazing team member. And then also building your confidence. You're going to be able to build your confidence after this episode is done because you want to make sure that you have an amazing experience, as do we, which is why we're even doing this episode. So get ready. And you're going to also see, this is a bonus, how your spouse can play a role in that hiring process, even if you're not building the business together. Okay, let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers, all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Penal Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPenalLife.com. Yep. This is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income. And above all of that, leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser clear strategy to build out their legacy profitably. So whether you are a spousepreneur where it's just one of you working the business and the spouse working a nine-to-five, or maybe you are an indiepreneur where you're both building individual businesses, or maybe you're a couplepreneur where you are building the same business together or maybe you're a combination of those two. Well, you're absolutely in the right place. And in fact, we are a combination of two of those, which are indiepreneurs and couplepreneurs. That is correct. So as couplepreneurs, obviously, we run Marypreneur Life together. But mm-hmm. as indiepreneurs, I have a consultancy where I work with organizations to help them boost profitability, as well as co-own a realty company, helping families to build out their real estate portfolio. Yes, and I run a creative arts staffing firm as well as a consultancy helping women build multiple revenue streams with their craft. And as you know, we are here together, of course, as Maripreneur Life, and we are excited about it. So this month, we are getting into the nitty gritty of building out your team. And this is something that I'm super passionate about, too, being that I've been running a staffing firm for couple of decades. That's right. <laughs> I'll say it. I started as a You're teenager, very well really. For this <laughs> so topic. I am pretty um in in knee deep in this and have so many different experiences of mistakes or lessons I'll call them and and wins and I'll call the other ones as well too. So either way we want to bring them to you today as we do each time just to help you overcome and avoid some of the lessons that I have made. Um, and in that way you can be further along. So as we promised you, we're going to be going over 15 best practices 
as it as it pertains to hiring your first or your next amazing team member. So let's go into this, shall we? Let's jump in. Number one, you want to be clear. You probably want to take some notes on this too. Uh, play this thing back because we're, we're about to just give you a list and go in. So number one, you want to be first and foremost, be clear on your core values as your company is concerned, what that looks like because your core values, even if it's a virtual-based business, it really sets the tone for how everyone else reacts in the business. So How everyone interacts with the business. Mm-hmm. Essentially, your core values are going to be the constitution for your culture. Yes. And quick example of that. So for Married Pinner Life, we are really focused on uh, operating in transparency and truth and results. So we are very clear on what we want to make sure that our people in our organization how we relate to them in transparency, truth, and getting results, but then also for our clients. So that should be the focus as far as how we operate, not just with us, but those who are on our team as well. That's right. Next, you want to look at your communication methods. Yes. So how do you want to communicate with this hire, especially if this is your first hire um, or even your next, if you haven't really thought about that? Is it going to be primarily via text, phone, Voxer app, email, what what is your preference? And being clear on that based off of what you need in order to focus in on your zone of genius. Whatever works best for you, you need to be clear about that. Yep. And we said Voxer, text, or email. Yep. Or whatever. Or whatever. Whatever. Dot, dot, dot. Third is you want to take a good look at what is going to be your project management tool. Yes, there are tons of project management tools that you can use, but you do want to use one, whether it's Trello, Asana, or any of the other ones. Making sure that you have a home hub for all of the work and a place where you can see everything so it's not scattered all around the internet here. You want to make sure you know exactly where things are and there's a checklist. Now, this if that's not your thing as far as setting it up, that's why your hire can actually do that for you as well to putting those systems in place. So being very clear about where your hub is online. That's right. And you also want to be very clear about what's going to be your uh, ramp up time. And you want to look at mm-hmm. that as your time frame to say, okay, we're going to get 30 days to get everything in full swing or whatever that time frame that you allot. Yes. We talked about this in the previous episode, but yeah, 30 good, I think 30 good days um, is a good time to start seeing, okay, I should, I should see these results by then, but making sure that you have mile markers too. And that actually takes us to number five, which are the check-ins or the mile markers before those first 30 days, because those, that's critical. You're going to be able to see how each of you are working, what you may need to change, what they may need to change. Um, but making sure that you have those check-ins on expectations in queue and that I would say weekly at a minimum, as far as the check-ins on how things are going, not just a tactical of like, do this, do this, do that, but making sure you're checking in on how things are going for them and you are able to share honestly, how things are going for you. So That's right. So as you're taking flight, it's like tweaking while you're in flight, which leads us to our next point, number six, which is really about your success metrics. Listen, if you don't define success, then who will? For yourself and for what this person or new hire is there for. So being very clear over communicating what your definition of success is for them, then that is a win-win for both of you. Because once you tell them what success looks like for you this week, then they know how to support you in that. And both of you are working with clear communicated targets. Yes. And then number seven, we talked about a little bit about this last in the previous episode, um, dealing with strategic or tactical role, making sure you're clear on that. But even more so, having a very clear and defined role for your hire is essential. So they know 
what they're supposed to be doing and what's not on there. I like to call ours like a living document because there's some things that may be changing based off of what we need in that season and based on what their core what what their core strengths are as well. So and the, the the bulk of it though is going to be the same. The framework is is the same. Which which takes us to number 8, which mm-hmm. number 8 is essential for any and every business and that is working hours. Think about your working hours in the sense of mm-hmm. your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Boundaries within any relationship, professional or otherwise, are very important. Yes, I let our people know, listen, these are the times that we shut down. Please don't send me a text after this time. Or even if they don't text me, we go through an app. Like you can send me an email, but I'm not going to be checking it, right? And don't keep asking me, did you get it? Did you get it? If it's on the weekend or if I'm not working that day, and I've already told you these days I don't work or these times I'm are off limits. So be clear on what that looks like for you because you need your business to support your marriage and that is the marriage is the core. So being very clear about that with your team member is going to be critical as well. That's right. Now, number nine is almost like part B of number eight, mm-hmm. and that is your response time. And this their is, response and, time. Right. So when I say your response time, it's mm-hmm. your time for responding to them and their expectation of them responding to you in terms of that time. Yes. I think that's important too, because if you send an email, I remember one time I was sending an email or a text to somebody and they didn't get, it was like, an, an hour or so afterwards, but I'm like, well, how come you didn't? Then we had to have that conversation of, oh, okay, so you need about an hour or so based on any other clients that you may be working with at the time and it may not be immediate. I needed to know that, right? So, and they need to know what my expectation as well too so we can be clear on the front end. That's right. And so that takes us to our next point, which is uh, point number 10, which is all about problem solving. Now, any business is in business to solve a problem, Mm -hmm. but you want to make sure that your hire shares your value in understanding that you guys are solving problems. So they need to be thinking just as you're thinking as the entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. how does this impact our clients? Yes. And ultimately, one of the easiest ways to do this is share the big vision of why you need them to do something. Because if you share that big vision and then you tell them how to do it, and they realize there's a better way to do it, did you know that maybe they know that there's a better way, a more efficient and effective way to do it? Well, doggone it, let them be efficient and effective. (laughs) Let them do what they need to do. Let them be great in that. The main thing is, though, as long as they understand the big goal and they're getting there even more efficiently than you were, then let them go and be great. Awesome. As long as you you have the big picture in place. So give them the big vision so they can support that and, and allow them to problem solve to get to that vision. That's right. Now, point number 11 is all about access to your software. Ooh, yeah. So whether it's your email or your different software components online, if they're a technical person that needs to have access to that, how comfortable are you in doing that? Um, we actually have a couple of different things in place for hours. And I mean, from agreements <laughs> to uh, making sure that, you know, we're protected legally. But we also have a spreadsheet um, that we have password protected or certain people have where it's just the bulk of the access to our system. So how do you want that? But we also use LastPass, but sometimes that works for us. Sometimes it doesn't. So there's different software that you can use to uh, do that, to protect yourself, just to make sure that you're good. Okay. So, but be be thinking about that now, if you haven't hired someone and they're going to be needing access to that, think about how, what your comfort level is on that. Or if you just need to create a separate uh, restriction or password login for them. Yes, which now brings us to number 12, which is all about communicating with the clients. If they 
are to communicate with your clients, right. then how would that look? And for us, for those that do, we have a system set up where they blind carbon copy us anyway, so we can make sure we see what's going on when those emails being sent out specifically to the clients um, that are in certain programs specific because they don't, others don't really require that. But just know what you need that to look like. So what we did is we created an email template so they could just follow that and they knew what they needed to say on certain times and days. And that way everybody's good. You're not, they're not making up something in their own messaging that is not us. (laughs) And we don't have to be concerned with that either. Everything is on the up and up. So understand like what you need to have in place. Um, Understand what type of range you're going to give them, what type of authority you're going to give them to change anything within the template or an email conversation or whatever that may be. If they need to come to you by a certain time and say, can I get permission to give them a green light for this? Or can I say that? Or, you know, cause they're speaking on your behalf if they in fact are connecting directly with your clients. That's right. And number 14, um, that is dealing with your taxes. Yep. So this is all about how are you structured and what is their, filing or your filing designation for Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. if they are going to be an employee where they're going to be receiving a w-2 or are they going to be a contractor uh Mm -hmm. like a vendor that you would be working with now you want to make sure that you're consulting with your tax professional a cpa that can help give you guidance on that but that's going to be very important as well yes and for uh if it is a vendor and you are doing a 1099 contractor uh, there's a resource that we can give you for that to do the 1099s which be track 1099 dot com. Um, it's a pretty very efficient resource, um, as well as Wave too for payroll as well. But definitely talk, talk with your CPA, your tax professional, because that's what they do. Okay, and we're gonna leave that there. And number fifteen, last but not least, is all about your SOPs. This is your standard operating procedures. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of stuff them. that mm-hmm. entails around safety and culture and expectation and policy. Etc. Etc. Yeah, and how to do things too. Just how to and how your way of doing things. So, hopefully, these fifteen areas have been super helpful for you as you are hiring your next or your first or your next amazing team member. Right now, let's head over to the enjoying the journey together, so we can give you more practical steps on how to get this going. Okay, here we are at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you practical, actionable steps so you can see traction fast. <laughs> yes, with that being said, let's talk about these 15 best practices. There are many others as well, but we wanted to give those that stuck out the most to us, especially for those who have been working with us, our clients, and we've been helping them in the questions that they have. So hopefully you two find value in this. With that being said, if you're like, okay, Sway, OL, you gave me all this information, so where do I start? We would definitely say make a list, take notes of everything that we just went over with you and look at the things that you already have in place. And if you have nothing in place, just start from the top. Start with your core values. What does that need to look like? Start with maybe keeping it simple. We like to just keep it very concise. Start with three words. You know, what does that look like? What do you want your company culture to be like and feel like um, concerning you're building out your legacy, right? So this is important. Whether you're spousal, indie, or couplepreneur, you can work together on this as well too. So create your list. The second thing is take one bite at a time. That's right. Don't try to, you know, consume this whole thing, take this whole thing on in one fell swoop. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you're breaking this up into manageable pieces so that you can do this effectively. This is ultimately going to help you. This is going to help your hire. This is going to help your organization and your business grow. Yes. And what you could do, another practical step would be to schedule it, like put in your 
calendar, okay, I'm going to spend an hour this week or an hour each day, depending on how, where you are in this process, just to get these things in place. Because these are the things that require like working on your business that are behind the scenes versus working in the business. And what this does is help you build that solid structure um, and create a long lasting, great hiring experience. That's right. It's better to be thorough on a few things Mm -hmm. than sloppy on a bunch. Yeah, so be be thorough. Okay. And thirdly, if it is all all possible, the two of you as married entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. if it's possible, interview together. It's always great to have another set of eyes on a particular candidate so that you two can cover your bases. Yeah, not just a set of eyes, but someone who knows you, right? Like your spouse knows you better than anybody else who knows you pretty much. And so there may be questions depending on what that higher hiring position is for but your spouse knows you well and even if you're not say if you're spousalpreneurs that's still a great opportunity i think i had you i was getting feedback from you when we were spousalpreneurs as far as Mm -hmm. me hiring different people what do you think about this person although you didn't speak to them but just sharing Mm -hmm. um, information now also if you're indiepreneurs that can work well too and you may find that you can hire somebody and that person can actually contract for both of your businesses. That could That's be right. a win too. And of course, if you're a couplepreneur. So we just say all the way around, it could work and it's helpful. It's only a plus if your spouse is able to give some weigh in on the person, some insight, because they often see things that, that you don't, you know, and that's, that's great to have that person there. So hopefully this episode has been amazing for you as well. And last episode, we did talk about the disc and the Colby. Those are different assessments that you can include in it and i'll just mention that again as a little bonus um the disc or the or the colby based on if they're you're hiring for a tactical role that will be the disc or a strategic role will be the colby you can check out the previous episode to hear more about that if you want to those different ones and how powerful those have been for us um, if this has been helpful for you we're so glad to hear that we would love to hear from you over on instagram at marriedpreneur life and if you have yet uh have not yet downloaded your very own marriedpreneur 2021 checklist then i'm not sure what you're waiting for because we've been talking about it since january but if this is your first time we're going to give you a pass if this is your first time listening you can go ahead and grab that for free um your marriedpreneur checklist for 2021 and we'll be using that throughout this entire year on this podcast we'll be referring back to that but also it's going to give you some amazing strategy and insight to work powerfully and profitably in sync this year and beyond as you all build out your legacy businesses we are here to see you win our goal is to help you reach yours and with that being said here's to living purposefully powerfully and profitably in sync peace out Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you, you in. in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family employee, your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And know it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. But? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, Press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press subscribe. Press like. Make this reviewable.
for the people in the back.